welcome to another episode of The Sonophilian. I'm Mariam Godar, Editor-in-Chief for Sonophilia, and today we are speaking with future scientist Frédéric Riemer. Um, thanks, Frida, for speaking with us. It's great to have you. Hi, everyone. Yeah, great to be um, on the podcast. So I think uh, the first and best way to begin would be to... Uh, ask you what exactly is a future scientist and what is your role? <laughs> yeah, as a future scientist I, I think can be first uh, characterized in, in multiple ways but of course I, I would like to share my, my personal view of what a future scientist does and, and should do. I understand my role um, specifically in making people aware that they can shape futures themselves so um, my mission, um, so to say, is to make people future literate and to be excited about the future and not only afraid and not only passive, but proactive. And so I, I talk a lot about how to, how to imagine uh, a vision of the future, how to imagine desirable futures and how to get there, how to make this desirable future a reality. So this is how I would describe my role. Okay, well that's great. As a future scientist. <laughs> well, so what strategies um, do you utilize in uh, guiding people and businesses to learn outside their comfort zones? <laughs> um, so I work a lot uh, with the methodology of design thinking, which is uh, a whole framework of how to work very creatively and collaboratively in, in interdisciplinary teams and also how to focus on, on user needs and to focus on humans instead of only uh, technology. Um, and this framework is really great because it makes people very present and aware in the moment. They have to brainstorm together, they have to build prototypes together, they have to, to collaborate in a group, there's no boss really, they're all on the same level and um, sometimes I even make them play with Lego. Mm -hmm. So anything really which gets them out of the only talking ego, present yourself mode more into a very collaborative group mode solving problems together and having great solutions together. And uh, another thing I really like is working with narratives and storytelling. In my view, stories are the most powerful tool when we try to imagine better futures. And so I really like to do role plays. I like to make people write and tell their stories about the futures. Can be funny, can be creative, can be daunting but definitely not boring. Alright, so how would you, uh, well actually let's just kind of go into a little bit of your own personal comfort zones. What is your comfort zone and you know how have you trained yourself to move away from it? Well I think for me it's maybe a bit reversed so when others say like that they leave their comfort zone when they have to talk in front of a big audience for me that's actually my, my comfort zone. I feel a safest on stage when I can kind of control what's going on and when I can lead a group because I really, really like that. I love being a facilitator. I love feeling the energy of a crowd, of an audience. For me, it's much more challenging to work very tightly in a group. So this is like leaving my comfort zone when I stay in a project with, with people closely for a longer time and then dealing with the group dynamics and, and, and being like this one part of, of a group that's for me uh, more challenging but um, yeah I try I try to, to tackle that when 
when working with different colleagues and and try to to, to synchronize. So yeah, I try to do this on a daily basis. But yeah, so my my comfort zone is maybe uh, a bit different than than other people's comfort zones. <laughs> no, that sounds great. Okay, so with that in mind, uh, what insights have you gained from your involvement with Sonophilia? Uh, so Sonophilia is like it's a whole journey for me because it, it's really it has been um, an opener to, to a whole new world because I met uh, Seda and Matthias back in 2015 when I was um, a research fellow for the uh, Robert Jung Library in Salzburg. And um, they came to a presentation I gave there and invited me to be uh, with, with Sonophilia. And there I met so many great people, for example, Harold Neithardt, um, who is also Sonophilian, and I work with him ever since, and Build Future IO, uh, a network for, for Moonshots for Europe. And um, of course, I stayed in close contact with Seda as well. I gave workshops in, in Sonophilia, and um, I have Petra Radat from Red Bull, I met uh, through uh, Seda, and uh, we also collaborate. So it was really like a snowball, How has the Sonophilia Network really helped you in your work with uh, the co-creation Future Scientists? For me, I think the most special thing about Sonophilia in this way is that the, the, the meetups in, in Salzburg were um, really designed for a very intense possibility to, to communicate and getting to know people. Mm. So during these meetups, I already could start um, working on, on, on projects like with, with Harold, for example. And I'm not great like at big conferences because I, I just don't know um, how to, to gain uh, a positive uh, effect there for me because there's just so many people. So what I like about Sonophilia that it's curated in a way that you have different minds like artists, engineers, future thinkers, but in a way that you can still connect to them and really start hashing out your, your own projects without just being like in a I throw my business card mode, which is totally not my mode. So I really need this very personal human connection because only in this way I feel like I can trust people and we can make like great projects together. And this is for me also the basis of, of, basis of collaboration. It's about being there as a human, uh, having a holistic approach, not only thinking about a uh, great like project which can make a lot of uh, revenue or where you have just business success, yeah. but it's a way to to really elevate uh, people's purpose, people's wishes, people's dreams, and and meet people who kind of are on the same level with you, and and you directly connect and click and and start working in that moment and um, yeah and I think future like collaboration and futuristic thinking for me starts at this very human place. So it's almost like a, a little family isn't it? Uh, yeah definitely. Yeah. It's, it's a family because we also like we keep in contact and we meet all over the world and it's like oh this is a sonophilian and then I have this effect that from sonophilia I kind of got introduced into different networks so sometimes you are like, yeah, I'm a Sonophilian, I'm also with Kinnernet, I'm also with Future.io, oh, we already have like three cool networks in common. Mm -hmm. And um, But for me, really, Sonophilia was a way where it all 
started. So that's my my innovation collaboration uh, base family, so to say. Well, it sounds like it's had a really yeah. great impact on you. Um, you did mention it a little did. bit. You did mention a little bit about um, the. Uh, I guess collaborations and the working together with other members that you've kind of sparked over time. Um, can you elaborate on that? For me, the main thing is my collaboration really with with Harold Nightcat because uh, when we first met, we already had this idea to build um, a network uh, which tries to foster um, European innovation and bold thinking for for the European continent. And in 2017, we we uh, founded this network, Future.io. And since then, I'm I'm in the member of the faculty. I design like the whole learning journeys and workshop programs for them, and I I curate also the program a little bit. Um, so yeah, for me that was really also a jump into working internationally and um, where we first met and um, now it's like a big part of my life. So I want to sort of conclude by um, speaking a little bit about your blog. Um, I really love the uh, the whole format that you chose for it, I think it's really cool. It's called Frida Futura, and uh, I would love to put a link in the uh, description for the podcast episode. Um, and just one of your quotes really stood out to me. Um, it's when you say, I love to work with and for people who understand technologies as a way to help people unfold their true potential and be truly human. That just, I mean, I feel like that's so relevant and so important in the digital age right now. And so I just want to ask you, with that in mind, what does creativity and creative leadership mean to you? Oh, <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a tough question. one, I know. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I have, I, I have to come back to the quote because it really comes uh, deeply uh, from my heart, I think. We, we need to, to connect um, as humans and um, we have to allow ourselves also to be to be playful and to, to show our whole range of, of personality and also to be daring to tell a vision or a dream we have to people and make ourselves vulnerable by doing that. And I think for me, a creative leader is someone who is able to create this atmosphere um, among people that they have the feeling that they can really be visionary mm. in this group and that they feel this safety that they're invited to really be to really be very creative to, to be very bold to be to have ideas which are which seem impossible but you have to create this this very safe and sparking atmosphere at the same time as a creative leader for people to to be daring to do that. Technology of course can help us to make these bold visions true but in the first place it's about people meeting face to face and start dreaming together like what's possible and then you can see what role technology might play. Well that sounds amazing, I really like that. Um... And, you know, I just wanted to say kudos on the blog again. Um, it feels almost like I'm, you know, jumping into a Star Wars movie or something. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you so much, Frida, for speaking with us. That was great. Um, we'll be in touch, and I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, that was uh, very interesting for myself, and I'm happy to be in the show 
Yeah, family. Was oh, you too. <laughs> well, yeah, me too. Well, thank you so much. Have a fantastic day. Thank you. You okay. too. Bye-bye.